Hi everyone, my name is Melissa Lee and I'm your health coach who targets women with PCOS and women in general who wants to achieve stubborn weight loss. I do my best work when I work with PCOS urban women in their 30s who are embarrassed about their weight but want to feel comfortable in their bodies and are able to lose stubborn weight naturally. In this podcast, we talk about various topics including why stubborn weight loss is so hard to achieve. If this is you, definitely put this in your podcast list because one episode will be released every single week. Hi everyone, I have Britt and Jen, founders of Food Period. I'm so excited. I can't wait to dive deep into what Food Period is about and how these women are empowering others about period health through their food. So welcome. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. So um, what is the food period and how did it all come about? And I'm guessing you have to share your own stories, which I'm really curious about. So go right ahead. Yeah. So um, this is Britt talking. Um, I actually, it started kind of with another health journey unrelated to periods for me. Um, In 2015, actually on Christmas Eve, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a type of blood cancer. And um, I went through six months of chemotherapy. Everything happened really quickly. I started right away. And during that time, my oncologist, um, you know, we talked a little bit about egg freezing and things like that, but he felt there wasn't enough time and we should just get going with chemo. And then I stopped getting my period um, halfway through. And I said to him like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? My period stopped. And he said, you know what, don't worry. Like when we're finished with treatment, we'll just put you on the birth control pill. And my jaw honestly dropped. Like I was thinking, Oh my goodness, I've been putting all these chemicals, all these synthetic hormones into my body. And like, I'm going to be finished with that, but then put another chemical and synthetic hormone into my body. Like it just didn't make sense in the realm of like how to heal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of took it upon myself to really find a, a natural way to like fix this period problem that I was having. And I started visiting dozens of um, integrative health practitioners. So I saw a naturopath, I saw a couple nutritionists, I saw mm-hmm. an acupuncturist. I was just going anywhere that anyone was talking about natural health and I thought I could find a solution. And I had heard from a couple of them, the one, the one thing that had been mentioned a couple of times was seed sinking or seed cycling. And I was like, okay, well, this seems pretty harmless. Like it's four seeds. I just have to like mm-hmm. eat them daily. And for a minimum of three months is what the practitioners <clears throat> told me. And so I thought like, this is like pretty low stakes. I might as well start with this. Right. And just yeah. like, it's, it's inexpensive. Like, let me just see what happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I started, um, following the practice and I was religious about it like every single day I was having these seeds and I started with them in my smoothies and then I kind of got sick of having a smoothie every day so I started (laughs) making energy bites like it was a very iterative process Mm -hmm. and um, I didn't miss a single day in three months and to the day in three months my period returned and without any of the PCOS related symptoms that I used to experience. Like I had horrible periods growing up. Jen will remember this from boarding school, which is where we met um, when we were 14. And I was like really suffering um, in those years. Um, And so all of a sudden I had this great period and I didn't really understand how or why, but obviously the seeds were the only thing I was doing differently. And so I went to um, 
do my master's at NYU in New York shortly, like after finishing treatment and recovering. And I was seed sinking at first and it was a bit time consuming to go source all the seeds. You know, I had to go to a couple different grocery stores, even though they're mm. common seeds, you need them in a raw, um, unsalted, unroasted, like organic form, like you need really high quality. And so finding that wasn't always possible at one shop, like Whole Foods doesn't have all four seeds. Even to this day, I can't find all four really? at one Whole Foods. Yeah. Oh my God. What about like sprouts? Like, do they have that? Yeah, they, you know what? I don't think they'll have all of them either. Like it's really hard to find all four of them in the perfect form, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so I was like, oh, it's just like so much effort. And so I kind of just stopped doing it because my period was great. Like, what do I need to keep doing this? And then my period stopped again. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this because I stopped seed sinking? And so I kind of ran an experiment where I only, the only thing in my life I changed was I started seed sinking again. And within two months, my period was back in grade again. And so I kept thinking, like I was making these energy bites. And I'm like, if there was somewhere I could buy this, like I would 100% spend the money to save me the time. Mm. And that's kind of where the initial idea came for food period. And Jen had been my best friend since we were 14 years old. Um, we always talked kind of when we'd started working, like, oh my gosh, one day we have to start a company together. Like we have to be our own bosses, do something we're passionate about. Uh -huh. And so I called her in Korea and kind of pitched her this idea for what would eventually become food period. And she had a pretty um, exciting reaction. <laughs> I don't know if you want yeah, so, to share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so at the time I was like, I was, yeah, both Britt and I really wanted to do something on our own. And I was like, I love the idea of being able to help these women really um, with their hormonal health. And I was like, okay, when should I move to uh, New York? Because Britt was in New York at the time. And after a week, I quit my job. And within a month, I moved to New York. And after, ever since we've been working on for a period, and it, it's just for me, I... Growing up in uh, North America and also having a Korean background, I felt that their uh, approach to um, health was so different because in North America, the first things that a doctor might prescribe to you is something that might be a bit more um, on the pharmaceutical side. But on, in Korea, like I actually had super irregular periods. And um, when I went to a doctor in um, in Boston actually he was like oh just go on the pill and I was like mm -hmm. oh I told my mom that that was what the doctor said and she was like no you're not going to go on the pill you have to try something more natural so I was on herbal medicine for about three months and I think my body kind of um, it felt a little bit warmer than it usually does but mm -hmm. it was never um, like it was really expensive first of all and I felt like it didn't really um, it wasn't something that I would keep up with whereas with the seed sinking, I knew that it was affordable and I knew that mm -hmm. it was something that was just food-based and easy to integrate into my diet. But with the other solutions that I tried, it was just not as easily accessible for me. And mm -hmm. in addition, I don't know where I would buy that me herbal medicine in North America because yeah. I bought it in yeah. Korea. So right. <laughs> it was just really hard to uh, get my hands on. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's so much to unpack there. Um, well, first, I want to address Britt's story. Uh, congrats on, like, you know, healing yourself. Like, that's a lot. And, like, if, you know, if listeners can look at you, you're, like, so radiant right now. Like, it's, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's incredible. That's so nice. Sorry. Thank um, 
And yeah, thanks for sharing too, Jen. Like, yeah, I do understand that, you know, the herbal medicines would be so hard to find here. Um, actually, I have a personal story uh, of my own. I did regulate my own period using um, nutrition, but I didn't use the seeds. Um, maca actually worked for me. Yeah. I was going off birth control and yeah. So I guess there is the power <laughs> of food, which I love to talk about. Um, so thank amazing. you very much. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so yeah, I guess that's how Food Period came about. And how did you, I guess, how did you guys um, harness that idea and put it into like a practical setting? Yeah, I think we, that was like a, you know, in the beginning, because I was at NYU, I was in the last semester of my master's. And I remember Jen and I talking at the time, like, should I wait till I finish before we start this company? But um, she had quickly taken the leap and, you know, quit her job and come to New York. And so we're like, why not do it now while we have the resources of NYU, which was honestly the best decision we ever made because we learned a lot about how to like build a company from the idea stage through to like the execution of building a product. And really the first thing that we learned how to do and um, did like pretty vigorously was customer discovery. So we would like talk to anyone we could about their periods, about like, you know, what challenges they were having, what solutions they use currently. We'd ask them then like, you know, kind of questions about their diet, what things were important to them, like what labels did they look for, gluten-free, vegan. Um, you know, most in, actually most interestingly, 90% of people prioritized ingredients that you could pronounce as their number one thing when looking at an ingredient label, which like to us, we were like, that's so interesting. Like we hadn't expected that. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it makes sense. I think that's definitely where like the consumer trends have gone nowadays. But that was kind of like how we started thinking about like, how do we bring this idea of making seed sinking and the greater vision of making natural practices for women's health more easily accessible. Like what's the best form factor for doing that? And I think a lot of people, like, I think it was three years ago now we started working on this. And so at that time it was kind of when energy bites were like a really big thing. Like I remember like, that. Yeah. yeah oh, it was like power balls. Yeah. Power yeah. balls, energy balls, that kind of yeah. thing. And so a lot of people were excited about that idea when we would show customers like a range of different ideas and having something individually packaged that you just like grab and go kind of throw in your bag at the start of the day. And it's either your mid-morning snack or your post-workout snack or something like that was really appealing to customers in our initial research. And so interestingly, Jen, nor, neither Jen nor I have any background in food or nutrition. <laughs> um, and so it took a lot of individual research and we interviewed tons of nutritionists. We had like worked with food scientists, all this sort of stuff, but really it was just like us rolling up our sleeves in my NYU dorm room and like recipe testing until we could get some sort of like semblance of a recipe that we could scale. And then we'd take it to a food scientist and get them to check over everything for us. Um, but it was really just like recipe testing and realizing that hearing from potential consumers that an energy bite was a good form factor for this solution and made it simple for them. So that's kind of where we came up with our moon bites, which were our first product. And now we have our moon seeds, which we brought out during um, the pandemic, actually, in response to customer feedback too. people were looking for a more affordable tool for seed sinking. 
um, and having trouble with like, you know, not being able to go to grocery stores and bulk oh, sections being closed. Yeah. It made it even harder to source these seeds mm-hmm. um, in a reliable form. And, you know, when you buy on Amazon or any of these online places, like the seeds could be sitting there for months and months on end. So you never really know the freshness. And so I think because we're still a small business and super um, conscious and committed to quality and not cutting any corners, I think our customers and community were excited about, you know, being able to source those seeds from us. And so now we have our moon seeds, which um, are also versatile. Like you can use them in any kind of um, recipe or diet, like dietary, Mm. like, you know, whether you're having a shake every day or make your own energy bites or... Um, yeah that's cool that's very um proactive of you and Jen like just hearing what the customer needs like for example during quarantine and then like translating it right away to like it's a subscription kind of thing right yeah yeah so we typically sell as a subscription our moon bites were only ever subscription and then we listened also to customers and I think people just with you know job loss and financial hardship during the pandemic Mm -hmm. got a bit more nervous about maintaining subscriptions and so now we offer our moon seeds a la carte as well so you can buy them just one off if like you just want to try for a month or Mm -hmm. a really affordable six month pack um that's like the cost of what two months of moon bites would have been but you get six months of moon seeds and a seed grinder um and so yeah we're all about you know, just we're here to serve the customer and we want to make women's lives easier and Mm -hmm. make these things as accessible as taking a pill or a supplement every day Um, because there's just so much less risk and harm in food unless you have an an allergy, but yeah. Yeah. And um, Jen, do you want to add anything to that? No, I think Britt did such a great job, (laughs) but yeah, I think that like um, it was just our way of really um, listening to what the customers were saying because mm-hmm. it was um, such a surprise to us like what obviously happened and I think that for us it was just a way of it, we've always been so good about listening or like trying to um, involve our customer in every aspect of the business we even have a customer advisory board that we test our new product ideas with just mm-hmm. because we want to make sure it's something that um, our customers want and that there is a need based about, based on it. We, just, we don't want to just go off our hunch. So we really try hard to create a product and a business and a brand that is needed in the world. Yeah. And one thing I'll add to that surprised Jen and I so much when we started this customer discovery journey, which was really, um, you know, encouraged through NYU's Entrepreneurial Institute and the Innovation Labs at NYU Stern. Um, You know, their whole idea is like, you need to go talk to people about the problem you're solving. And obviously the problem we're solving is a pretty taboo subject in like North American culture. And so we, we, Jen and I, I remember we would have to like hype ourselves up to like go and talk to strangers about their periods. Um, we were just so nervous that it would be awkward and I mean that's what we were working like we wanted to like work to break down that stigma but it's still uncomfortable when you're not used to that but we were so surprised at how easy it was to talk to strangers about their periods like it was as if women had been waiting just waiting for this (laughs) moment to be Uh able to share their story talk about their challenges and so 
it was actually really encouraging to us because I feel like in every conversation, I'm sure Jen, you agree, we gained more momentum because we were like, oh my gosh, she could use this product. Like mm-hmm. she would be the perfect person to benefit from this. Like we have to create a good product so that like her period mm-hmm. can get better. So it made the whole experience a lot more personal um, right. and getting to know the customer too. And I think I think there's a lot of temptation when you're building a business to cut corners because mm. sure you can improve your profit margin or, you know, like you just like want to kind of come off appearing one way when maybe that's not the reality behind the scene. But I think because we knew our customers so intimately, like we never wanted to do them wrong. Like right. if, if anything, like we were always like there to like walk them through the process. We were there to like replace an order if it got lost, like, nothing like nothing trumped like our um you know love for our customer and like wanting them to have success and them to have great periods definitely a star for customer service i have to say um i love that your all your beliefs you know through and your research it got fueled you know by the customers like i think that's like a really great way to go um to really like help the customers um yeah it's it's really easy because then it makes strategy like simple Mm -hmm. strategy is then just like fun for jen and i like right customer email like giving us some feedback on something or Mm -hmm. asking when something's gonna come back in stock or this or that and Mm -hmm. immediately we're like okay how can we like solve this problem how can we improve the customer experience like how do we make this product like the best product they've bought online this month um and so yeah it makes the strategy really easy and exciting because you know you can see the real-time results of those changes that you're making yeah I totally like I think I'm so like I, I want to like try a moon bites. Oh, we'll send you them. We'll send you them. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay. Like we have got to this point about, you know, talking about like the brand, the company, what it's about. So I guess let's just go into what C thinking is. Like maybe like some listeners are like, I don't even know what they're selling. Like what is it, all these seeds about? So just kind of explain um, how to use them and, you know, like the timing and all that. Yeah. So it's actually really a simple practice but like it takes a minute to kind of get your head around how it works because a lot of women think about their menstrual cycle as just their period but actually it's like the whole month like you're always in some part of your menstrual cycle Um, and so we talk about the menstrual cycle in two phases phase one is your follicular phase and that's from the first day of menstruation typically to about day 14 and then phase two is from um, day 15 through to your next period. And day 15 is typically in an, like an ideal cycle. Um, and every woman is different and their body is mm-hmm. different. And that's like a great thing to also um, really respect. Um, but typically ovulation would be around day 15. And so uh, be, each of these phases then correlate to which um, combination of seeds you want to eat. So Um, What you do is on the first day of your period through to day 14, so all of phase one, you would eat a tablespoon of raw organic um, pumpkin seeds and then a tablespoon of raw organic brown flax seeds. And um, they have to be ground. So that's a really important component. So um, for us, we sell a seed grinder alongside our moon seeds. But if you had a really high powered blender at home or a coffee grinder. Mm-hmm. Or, I use a Nutribullet. Yeah. A Nutribullet. That works. 
perfect. Yeah. yeah Nutribill, it's perfect for it. Um, you can use that. And so you can either like take the whole phase one moon seeds, which is enough for 14 days of the two seeds, pumpkin and brown flax. Mm-hmm. And you can grind it all at once and like leave it in your fridge and like scoop out two tablespoons a day, or you can just each day grind your tablespoons. And so then mm-hmm. we have a host of recipes on our website. Um, and our subscribers get two exclusive recipes every month and you can incorporate your moon seeds into those. So we have like energy bite recipes. We have, um, Jen actually created this amazing chocolate bark recipe. Uh, wow, Jen, <laughs> the creator. <laughs> yeah, I think I ate seven days worth of seeds in one day because it was so addictive. Oh. <laughs> so buyer beware. Um, and uh, so that's like phase one. And so you just eat them daily. And so, and then at day 15, you would switch to phase two and that's um, one tablespoon of raw sesame seeds. And they have to be a natural sesame seed. Sometimes it's called brown sesame seed, but you don't want white sesame and you don't want black sesame. This one's actually probably the hardest seed to source because- Really? Oh, wait, so wait, organic, like, so what color is it then? If it's It's, not, it's like- kind of like this, it's kind of like a beige color. Like it's exactly what you think of like a natural color. So it's not white or black. It's like, it's like a little bit darker than a um, white sesame. Mm. Uh, But yeah, this seed's really hard to source. Yeah, especially because um, even in the Asian grocery stores, they would only sell the uh, roasted kind. Oh, okay. Yeah, it can't be roasted. It has to be raw. So that's, I think that's like another reason why it's hard to find because usually people sprinkle it on their food when it's roasted because mm-hmm. it does have like a more stronger flavor. But mm-hmm. um, in order for this practice to work um, optimally, it has to be raw. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the natural kind is like Jen said, like less altered in general. Like it's just like the most natural form of the sesame seed. Um, and so, and then, so one tablespoon of that and then one tablespoon of organic raw sunflower seeds. And then, so both of them just ground and then incorporated daily, um, one tablespoon of each daily and every day for 14 days. And then you switch back to um, phase one and you start mm-hmm. all over again. So it's, um, it's a really amazing practice, obviously so simple besides the sourcing issues around the seeds. Um, it's, it's really accessible and we try to make it that way. We deliver every single month so that you're never without them. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a really incredible tool for us and thousands of women in our community. So I have a question. So if someone has like an irregular period, for example, or if, you know, they don't even have a period, like, do you just stick to like the, like the total 28 day, or do you kind of like intuitively go with your own cycle? Yeah, it's, um, uh, so you could start any day, but just because um, it is really important to kind of keep up with the practice and stick to a schedule, we say Mm -hmm. to sync with the moon. Because the moon itself mm. is a 28-day cycle, so it's like a really easy way to keep track of when you're eating your seeds and when you should probably, um, or like when you should start your cycle again. So we say that a moon, the moon is a great indicator for when you should um, start it. And that's why you call them moon seeds and moon bites, Exactly, right? yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's interesting because there's actually like a historical um, like significance for the moon in women's life. Like historically, it said that 
typically around the new moon, women would menstruate and they would like in the cave days, go off to their own cave for seven days away from the men. And then at the full moon, they would ovulate. And it's so interesting because as we learn more about how light affects kind of our circadian rhythms and what happens in our body, like it makes sense that like different light from the moon at a time when there wasn't artificial life would have such an impact artificial light would have such an impact on women's bodies. So it's been a really interesting like learning for Jen and I just even like trying to incorporate like traditions and like what historically happened in so many cultures and make sure to honor that while also like tapping into the science and the research um, on the menstrual cycle and on the micronutrients and components in these seeds that make them so potent. Yeah, I love that. I love the whole, actually, to me, I find that the woman's cycle is also very, like, intuitive. Like, I, there's this component that I can't really explain, but, like, every woman, like, kind of feels it if they're very in touch with their body. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's so true. And I think yeah. that um, that's one thing that Jen and I often talk about that we love about this practice is, like, all of a sudden you get to stop and, like, pay attention to where you're at in your cycle. Right. So, you're like, oh, like I'm in phase one at the moment. Like maybe I don't need to do that intense like cardio class. Like I could just take a, you know, more restorative yoga or maybe it's like around ovulation, which is like a great time to be social and out and about. And so you schedule, um, you know, like a date or you schedule uh, yeah. like talk or it's just like a really great way to tap in and like you said I think we all have that intuition innately it's just that we're not taught to like honor it or to cultivate it and so practices like this that make you slow down a little bit and be more conscious of where you're at Mm -hmm. um, it's so empowering in that way I love that yeah we're like in tune with the whole 24 hour clock and like Mm -hmm. um it kind of brings to mind um Alisa Vitti do you know her yeah, about living in the flow and all that. I, I want her yeah. to be on the show, but it's so hard to grab her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure she'd love to be. She's great. She has a lot of really interesting like yeah. information and really pioneered a lot of the um a lot of the education for women in the natural mm-hmm. period space. I'd like to take a quick break from the podcast to talk to you about Anne Marie's skincare. Anne-Marie is a wonderful brand that is special because they handcraft and pick the ingredients from the wild. These ingredients include herbs and plant extract. The picked herbs are then infused into aloe vera and skin oils at low heat for up to 30 days, which becomes a base for the products. The natural products are then developed individually with specific aromatherapy, plant and seed oils, skin supporting nutrients, and more to create effective natural products. I love their products and they provide a great way to get started with sample size kits. My favorite products are the mineral foundation, herbal facial oil, and aloe herb cleanser. Upon getting the mineral foundation, I was actually able to get rid of my previous liquid foundation, concealer, and loose powder. Talk about multifunctionality. So with the mineral foundation, I could get rid of three to four of my old products and I definitely love Anne-Marie very much. So for more info, you can go to nourishmail.com, go to the shop page and look for Emory Skincare to get your free sample kit. And now back to the podcast. So earlier you mentioned that um, these seeds have like micro, micronutrient benefits. Like could any one of you just explain like what are the benefits of 
this particular seed and like that particular phase of the cycle? Definitely. So um, in the first phase, you have flax and pumpkin seeds. And what happens typically in the first phase of um, your menstrual cycle when you have menstruation is that um, you see a um, rise in estrogen levels. And um, so like what, what's interesting about the flax seed is that it actually has this compound in the hull of the seed called lignans. And what they're um, kind of known to do, flax seeds are actually quite well studied, is um, they're known to have phytoestrogen properties. And so they kind of signal to your body, they can like essentially like bind to estrogen receptors in the way that like they signal to your body that your body has enough estrogen and so it doesn't need to produce more and that's actually one of the most common problems for women in the western world is um, estrogen dominance like we have too much estrogen because we're getting um, you know hormones in our meats or environmental toxins like plastics in our um, food and containers and things like that and so it's really great at helping to like signal to your body that it can detox its excess estrogen through the liver mm-hmm. and then um, pumpkin seeds are just like a great source of zinc which is a building block of progesterone um, and that is you know um, like progesterone spikes in the second half of the cycle and yeah. so um, so it's just like preparing your body for that. And there's so many other components. Like I could go on about everything. <laughs> but we'd be here for hours. And then um, sesame seeds have um, similar uh, lignin like component in the hull of the seed, which helps to like essentially help your body like better balance the estrogen and progesterone levels in the second phase. And then um, full of also amazing micronutrients. And then sunflower seeds have a host of other um, micronutrients like vitamin E and different B vitamins and things that are just supportive of your cycle in general. And so we talk about the seeds in the sense that um, when you can look at the individual components and micronutrients and then overlay like the benefits of those with what we know about what's happening in your body with the different um, hormones in the different phases, like it makes complete sense that this practice would be supportive of balancing hormones and, um, you know, what I, what Jen and I often say we love about it is that um, we're not addressing symptoms so much. Right. As, it's not like we're saying like, this is going to fix your cramps or like, this is going to fix this. It's more like, this is going to help support your body to like mm-hmm. have more balanced hormones, which are the underlying cause of all those symptoms. Like the reason you get hormonal acne is because your hormone levels are imbalanced or right. you're getting really painful, excruciating cramps mm-hmm. is like hormonal imbalance as well or in a regular cycle like maybe your body's not producing like the right levels of a certain hormone and so like by addressing the cause whatever however those symptoms the symptoms of hormonal imbalance manifest for you um those symptoms will improve and so I think it's great and really a tool for every woman in that way I love that Mm -hmm. go ahead let me just add a little bit to that because our customers um Sometimes they will have something like irregular cycles and they'll find this, but it's so interesting because one of the first benefits that a lot of women see is improved skin. So they'll be like, oh my God, I started taking this because I have irregular cycles, but this month, my, like after the first month, my skin's so much better. And it's just so um, like empowering to kind of hear those stories from our customers and it really pushes us on to work harder because we're like, oh my God, we're like affecting so many uh, women's lives in a positive way. So 
it's just really um, empowering to hear those stories. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I think the best way that you know that it's working or that you're part, like helping others is when they reflect to you, you know, what benefits they receive from using these seeds. So how do you see food period progressing in the next five years for women's health? Yeah, so for us, uh, with the moon bites and the moon seeds, we really focused on the period aspect of women's, uh, like the earlier aspect, like the period health of it. But we want to kind of be the uh, resource hub and the go-to brand for um, a whole um, journey for a woman. So from the beginning stages to the later uh, life stages. So we really see ourselves not just focusing on the period aspect of it, but also all the other aspects like perimenopause and um, just every life stage that a woman might go through. Oh, that's cool. Does that include like pregnant women yeah, too? Pregnancy, yeah, wow, sure. that's yeah. awesome. Okay. And how, okay. I'm interested to see that. Like, yeah, it's it's been really fun because Jen and I have always kind of had that vision. Like, well, I wouldn't say always had that vision because it's interesting. We actually, in the beginning, we were we thought we were a food company. Like, we thought that like okay. obviously food is like our form factor, but we thought like oh we're a food company, and so we were kind of like building it kind of from the model of like a snack brand. But then we realized okay, that's not really our purpose. We're actually a period mm. company, and then when we like kind of envisioned this long term goal like what do we really want to achieve in in like the next five years or so mm -hmm. um and we really realized actually we're a women's health company like this like we started with periods because it's something accessible and like something that we all go through um and we focus on the seed thinking practices jen mentioned but yeah, and i think for, yeah for us at the time as well it was sort of what we were having struggles with mm -hmm. and it really related with us but yeah mm -hmm. as we like speak with more people and um, like a lot of the times uh, when we talk to a bit of the older audience, they're like, does this work for my, um, like my perimenopause symptoms? Right, right. Especially when yeah. we speak to our moms about what we're working on. You know, <laughs> when our friends are struggling, if this, it, and it does. It, but we're, we are thinking maybe we can come up with more products for those mm. um, women as well. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure as you know, Melissa, like there are so many things that can help women at all different mm -hmm. life stages, mm -hmm. whether it's like fertility or right. postpartum or perimenopause, as Jen mentioned, like there's actually so many natural tools, but no one's doing a great job of like making them super accessible and like mm -hmm. fun and like something enjoyable that you can incorporate into your life because I think a lot of times managing your health can be a really stressful experience. And that's something that Jen and I never want our customers to feel like we want them to like pick up our moon seeds or our moon bites or our future products that we're working on. Um, and to be like, I'm excited to incorporate this. Like it should be something that you're excited and enthusiastic about bringing into your life and your diet and your everyday. Um, so it becomes more of a ritual and less of something that you feel like you have to do. Um, right. So that's definitely like a big goal for us. And I think, you know, we've been really careful about, you know, how we've grown and the decisions that we've made, because we really want to be able to maintain transparency in everything that we do. And because we are so um, closely in touch with our customers and know our customers so well, um, 
we always want to be able to like answer to them and like feel like right. the decisions that we're making and building the company are something that like we would feel proud to like tell them about um which is hard to do when you're trying to scale a startup and mm-hmm. um, you know you look at a lot of like tech examples of it where some poor choices were made and like people were hurt or suffered and um you know like bad things happened along the way but it's kind of done in the name of scaling and growing and mm-hmm. we're just really committed to like doing it in the right way and of course we're human like we'll make mistakes but I think as long as we're really thoughtful in our growth and how we build it and keep our customers top of mind I think we'll achieve what it is we want to achieve and that is to be the company that really makes natural food-based solutions for every woman's life stage more easily accessible as accessible as pharmaceuticals and supplements and as well respected by women and practitioners um, alike. Yeah, I think the when you were talking about that, um, something that struck out to me was the convenience. I feel like especially like single moms or I guess any mom, like, you know, on top of that, they don't have to like, you know, go find specific seeds. Like that's so crazy. Um, they're, they're just trying to even like put vegetables, you know, into the, their diet. So I think the convenience part is like a huge benefit. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. I think that was one thing that we realized is like, that's the only real finite resource we have in life is time. And so mm. we save a little bit of it while still supporting our bodies in probably a way that will give us longer lives, healthier lives, more active lives. Um, why not? It's just like, it's really a bit, become a big priority and really customer driven priority for us. On the topic of convenience. So I have um, done C- uh, thinking before and um, I realized that when I used to like you know I have to go to like food, uh, gatherings with family or like eating out and then I would bring like my grinded seeds and like a like actually like a weed jar <laughs> and then I would bring it out and then every time I like take it out of my bag everyone's like what is that like you know my mother-in-law is like what is that and um I don't know, like, have you guys thought about, like, is there a way to, like, travel, like, travel and bring your seeds along with you in a compact way? That's a great idea, first of all. I, like, love that thought. I want to bring my weed jar everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we we will, one of the benefits of the Moon Bites is that it, it looks like just any energy bar like it looks like it could be like an rx bar or like a luna bar like something that you're grabbing off the shelf and so a lot of times you can eat that in a scenario where people won't even notice that it's actually like something you're doing to support your cycle but with our moon seeds because we were focusing on like the customer that's at home now more because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. um we hadn't actually thought of like the to go like capabilities of it but i think that's a great yeah like maybe when it's open up yeah like you know like traveling or whatever I don't know yeah yeah and if we could do something that was like a reusable like little container Mm -hmm. a little jar Mm -hmm. that would be perfect because I think that like that aligns with less packaging and all this stuff that um it's definitely a trade-off for brands in the food space I think sustainability is a really big challenge in the food space space in general mm-hmm. but I love the idea of having something that you could refill yourself um and take it wherever you're heading it's cool. a great idea. another idea for you <laughs> yes thank you we'll send you one once they're <laughs> for sale 
So, um, is there anything else you would like the listeners to know about Food Period or like where can they find you? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, probably the most active social media channel for us is um, Instagram. So, you can find us at food.period on Instagram. And we have a bunch of really great resources on our um on our grid there on our profile so one of the things that we've been doing and melissa is going to be a part of it um soon is an igtv series that we start and every thursday we post kind of a 10 to 15 minute episode with a women's health expert and it's uh, on a topic of their choice um, a lot of them are really niche which is great because it's things that aren't being talked about kind of in a mass scale so we've had an introduction to yawny steaming we have had um um, a talk about PMDD, which a lot of women don't know is kind of like a severe form of PMS um, that a lot of women struggle with. And they're just written off as having like depression or extreme anxiety, but actually it's related back to hormone levels. Um, yeah, there's just a bunch of really great resources in that IGTV series. And then our website, foodperiod.com, we have a lot of free information and everything on there um, that's kind of like education educational is um, written by practitioners. So we always work with naturopaths, nutritionists, holistic health coaches, um, fertility specialists, OBGYNs, and they write um, content pieces for our blog, which is called Period Matters. And then um, we also just launched last week, and you can find Melissa as part of um, them, is a series of seven eBooks, and they're all completely free. And we had dozens and dozens of um, women's health experts and practitioners contribute and there's one for each specific topic. So we have seven different topics. There's PMS, hormonal acne, PCOS, endometriosis, perimenopause, amenorrhea, which is a missing period for three months or longer, and dysmenorrhea, which is really painful periods. And so you can download those all for free and it like gives you a great first introduction into like small lifestyle changes, right. dietary changes that you can make to improve your symptoms or your experience. So it's not like a sales tools for us it's like it's, it's yeah. like we're not just saying like every practitioner doesn't say uh -huh. try seed sinking it's yeah. really just like there's so many other things you can do and like we want you to be able to incorporate as much as you can because the more mm. you do the more um benefits that you see and so that's like a really great thing that's available right now um on our website and then of course we have our moon seeds and um our moon bites which are coming back this fall they were they were out of stock over the summer and um yeah they're both great tools and our team is always available by email at hello at foodperiod.com and we'll help you get started we'll put you in touch with the right practitioner if you're looking for one um anything that's awesome yeah yeah anything so many goodies uh -huh. yes <laughs> and also i'd love to say that um jen and i actually prepared a discount code for your listeners oh um, yeah so mm -hmm. they can get 10 percent off all of our subscription products if they use the code nourishmel at checkout okay cool i'll definitely put all of that in the show notes i love the idea about the whole the ebook thing um definitely gonna put your blog in the show notes too um thank you so much that's so nice I wasn't expecting that also, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, no, of course. Like, thank you so much for having us. We like love getting a chance to talk and it's not often that Jen and I get to be uh, mm. interviewed together. So it's, it's yeah. fun for us.
<laughs> okay, yeah. And like, if you know, if my podcast is still living in like five years or whenever, um, or if you guys have like some new products or anything, a new direction, we could do this again. Like, this was really fun. I'd love that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Britt and Jen. So nice to see you guys. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thanks. Thank you.